Welcome to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James, and I am flying solo today, folks. Yeah, Spencer had a prior engagement work, so I guess he decided making money and living and, you know, having food to eat and a roof over his head, that kind of stuff was more important than entertaining you fine folks, so what a fuck. In today's episode, I'm going to be covering one simple question. Are you really cut out to be a writer? Now, this is something over the last month and a half, two months, I've uh, really been asking myself. I haven't been writing nearly as much as, for the last at least five years, I've been very consistent with my writing, whether it be fiction, nonfiction, such as articles and things like that, poetry even, but I I don't know, ever since the... Since the holidays, I've just been dragging ass. I have I haven't had the desire to write. That's the problem. It's not a creative issue. It's just that, and we've discussed this on the podcast in the past. But I have just not wanted to write, and that has me contemplating whether or not I should actually be doing this. Is is writing the career for me? Again, it's not a creative issue though. So, I just it's like a funk, and it, I know through speaking with other authors on uh, Twitter and whatnot, a lot of people seem to be going through this. I mean, everybody, I mean, even me, I've had issues where the creative funks where certain parts of the year, usually two or three times a year, I'll go into a mini funk, maybe not right for a week, a couple weeks, but never as long as this. And it's, uh, sucks, sucks major ass. But that, that brings us back to the initial question. Are you really cut out to be a writer? How do you know? Well, I found an article I wrote on this exact subject in 2018, so so I'm going to go ahead and get into this, and maybe we'll, maybe this will rekindle either some inspiration in my writing, hopefully, and uh, maybe this will remind me why I got into writing. Maybe this will help some of you. Far too many people fall in love with the romanticized image of being a writer. This is your Hemingway types emptying their hearts and souls into the ink of a typewriter while sitting in a quaint cafe in Paris. This is your fictional writers like Hank Moody from Californication who can drunkenly spill brilliance onto the page whenever they please, then go party and be a philanderer about town because their writing has afforded them such a life. This is your larger-than-life writers like Stephen King who shit out million-dollar story ideas a few times a year while others look to them for inspiration. Hell, the romanticized writer image even stretches to the troubled writers like Kafka or Lovecraft, who were beloved today but didn't believe in themselves while they were alive. Here's the problem with all these different ideas of what it is to be a writer and what it means to be a writer. They don't represent the work and struggle it takes to become successful. Stephen King is rich. J.K. Rowling is rich. Hemingway was rich. But these riches didn't come to them overnight. Hemingway was an ambulance driver in World War I and was injured during his service. Stephen King was a struggling janitor and eventually a struggling teacher who wrote every night in his free time. J.K. Rowling was near becoming homeless before she sold Harry Potter. The point is, when people say they want to be a writer, they almost never mean they want to write in poor obscurity for 10 or more years. No, they want to write one book, win awards for said book, and then have the book turn into a major motion picture, netting them a huge payday in the process. Unfortunately, this isn't how life works. Sure, you have your outliers who make it big off shitty fanfiction turn into an even shittier movie franchise, but that's like having a lightning bolt strike you and give you superpowers right after hitting the powerball. I'm not going to preach to you about the trials and tribulations you most likely will go through on your journey to becoming a successful writer, but I do want to cut any bullshit delusions you may have about what it's like to be a real writer. 
First off, if you're a writer, you probably have a full-time day job. You got to eat after all. Second, even if you're a naturally talented writer full of awesome ideas and writing prowess, you still need to constantly work on the craft. You can't expect to become known if you half-ass the writing portion of being a writer. Trust me, there are way more than enough mediocre writers out there. Thirdly, even if you do have an audience and a decent publisher backing you, don't expect to make much money. The novel industry is declining at a significant rate compared to the old days. Being a writer just isn't a lucrative art form anymore. I hate to say it, but that first novel you worked so hard to create, one of the dearest and most precious things to you in the world, will probably end up in a bargain bin at best. Unless you sell it yourself online, which you'll probably need to sell for only a few bucks to at least grow your readership. When it comes down to it, the writing industry is all about fandom now. If you can build a hardcore fan base, you'll do alright. But if you write, say, one-shot literary fiction novels unconnected to a greater universe, you better hope it nets you a Pulitzer if you want to make real dough as a writer. So, do you have what it takes to be a writer? Can you stomach failure and rejection and rejection and more fucking rejection? Can you handle days upon days of seclusion? Can you muster up the courage to let others read something you absolutely hate and wish you never wrote? These are questions you must ask yourself if you want to be a writer. These are the realities of being a writer. Not wine in Spain, coke parties in LA, or sailing near Cape Cod. A writer is someone who sits down and writes a huge chunk of their life away. I know that sounds dramatic, but think about it for a moment. How long does it take to write a good novel? Maybe six months if you're Stephen King and have amazing editors? But most likely it will take you at least a solid year, not counting the editing process. That's a whole lot of hours behind the keyboard. Even more if you count the fact you'll probably still work a full-time job while writing and have to do all the marketing yourself. Because guess what? Even if you have a book deal with a major publisher, you still have to do the marketing yourself. It fucking sucks. This isn't meant to discourage any of you from trying your hands at writing. And not everyone writes to become successful. Some do it because it makes them happy or is just a fun hobby, and that's perfectly fine. For those who do want to make it as a full-time writer, though, you just need to know it will be hard. But it can also be incredibly rewarding. It's all about your attitude and why you write in the first place. If you're writing because you're in love with the craft, you'll do it whether you make it in the industry or not. And that's what really constitutes whether you're cut out to be a writer or not. If you can write knowing there's a chance nobody will ever read your work, you might have what it takes. So thinking back when I wrote that article, um, I think I probably was going through a little bit of a funk and just kind of gave myself a pep talk and had to, you know, set myself back in reality by thinking about how difficult the task of not only writing but becoming a profitable writer with even a moderate readership. It's it's not easy. But I mean, if, whether you go the indie route or the traditional route, it's a lot of work that you have to put in, a lot of sleepless nights, um, especially if you have kids, a day job, you know, a whole family. It's fucking hard. It's not something that you can just go into and, you know, fall ass backwards into a writing career. That's very rare that happens. And most writers, they don't just go into novel writing and become famous or rich or even just slightly well-known. They go into journalism. They write for magazines. They write for, uh, you know, your local newspaper. There's always things to pay the bills. If you can get a writing job that pays the bills and then you can focus on writing your novel or screenplay in your off time, that would be ideal. Um, for the reality, the reality for most of us though is we work shitty day jobs not related to writing that we don't enjoy. And some of us do have day jobs where 
it might be related to writing, but it's like corporate writing or something awful, you know, technical writing, something super boring, things that make you just not want to write in your free time. So that could be equally as daunting as just working as, you know, a receptionist or something. But, you know, like I said, I wrote that in 2018 and thinking about it now with a few more years under my belt. I mean, I think the, the, the message still holds true. If you have a love for the craft and that's why you write, then you're meant to be a writer. If you only want to make money at it, it's probably not the career for you. If you're super talented, but you don't actually enjoy the process of writing, you just maybe enjoy the storytelling part, being a writer might not necessarily be for you. Maybe you'd want to focus on uh, having somebody else write and you just dictate to them. I mean, that's fine. That's acceptable. You don't have to be a writer to be a creator. Though, if you do want to go the route of being an actual writer and you are struggling, the one thing I could tell you is, besides, you know, the hard work mumbo jumbo, consistency. You just, you have to be consistent. You have to write, I mean, you don't have to write every day, but you have to focus on making sure you're thinking about writing, you're at least maybe jotting down ideas. Uh, preferably, though, you're building your craft. You, you're focusing on getting better as much as you possibly can. If you just think that you're perfect the way you are, your writing style's great, your storytelling's great, you, you know, you're, you should be on top of the world right now, you're going to fail. Because that even if you're Stephen King or J.K. Rowling or Haruki Murakami, there's always room for improvement. Once you stop trying to improve, that's when things go stagnant and then your work starts to suffer. You can be the best storyteller in the world, but if you're not telling the story in such a way that the readers will enjoy, it doesn't matter how good of a story you came up with because the writing aspect of storytelling is equally as important as telling a good story. And the difference is, yes, you could tell a good story like with the most bare bones writing style, it's going to be a select audience that would enjoy that. It would be maybe the audience that enjoys like really shitty action movies or something. You're not going to you're not going to peak as a writer if you do that. Storytelling and writing go hand in hand, but they're not the same thing. Writing, being a great writer and a great storyteller are not the same thing and if you want to make it in fiction, you need both abilities. You need to focus on improving both of those abilities. If you go and, you know, you're a phenomenal writer, you can, you know, you're like a Proust or a Kafka, you could, you could, you know, write these most beautiful scenes ever, you're, you know, a wolf, a Thomas Wolf. you're just like incredible, but you can't st tell a story to save your life, your storytelling sucks, nobody's gonna fucking care, nobody's gonna want to read that, it's and conversely, if you have an amazing, like I said earlier, if you're an amazing storyteller, you could come up with amazing story ideas, but you can't write to save your life. And, you know, your story is, uh, and then John ran down the street, and then he was struck by a car, and then he died. That is not the same as talking about, you know, what went through John's mind in a very beautiful way as he was hit by the car, or really fleshing out the scene and not only telling the story but making sure the reader is that image is being painted in their mind because saying you know john got hit by a car that's so bare bones there's nothing there nothing of substance yeah it's the story you're telling but that is it if you want to really improve upon that you need you need to learn to be able to write better um so if the actual act of writing doesn't interest you so much or that's your least favorite part, 
you might not do well as a writer. It might not be the career for you, like I said. Uh, or you maybe want to sw- you switch your the way, not necessarily the way you write, but switch uh, the writing career. So instead of being a fiction writer, maybe you go into comic books, a different medium. Maybe you go into screenplay, something that doesn't necessarily need so much, not even time and effort, but so much uh, description or writing talent to get into it. Because not everybody can be a talented writer. It's just we all are better at different, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. Circling back to the original question, though, are you cut out to be a writer? You know, how do you know if you're cut out to be a writer? It just comes down to do you enjoy writing? Do you enjoy the whole process? Do you enjoy editing? Do you enjoy rewriting? Do you enjoy all the boring, stupid, evil little parts of writing that drive a man mad? Do you enjoy that? Do you enjoy the hours and hours of fucking trying to figure out how to reword one sentence? The obsession, that that drive that makes you want to be perfect but know you can't be perfect. Do you enjoy that? You might not like it, but if you're doing it, chances are some part of you enjoys it. Because it might not be the actual process that's enjoyable, because for most of us, we fucking hate it, but it's the outcome. It's when, you know, the face you see somebody make when they read an exceptional part of your story. It's the, uh, it's that joy you feel when you hear people discussing your work, and even, even if it's in a negative manner, maybe, at least they're discussing, at least it made them feel some way. You could take something from that. So if you enjoy the actual process of writing, I would say you're cut out to be a writer. Even if you're not really a good writer, that doesn't mean you can't stay in your lane and just do what makes you happy. Because again, not n- most people aren't going to be successful in the business. That's just the reality of it. There's too many writers, especially indie writers, and not enough of a, um. It's not even ability or original stories. It's just it's too much. The market's too saturated. Not everyone's going to be able to filter through and and make it. But if you can accept that and you're okay with that and you can write anyway, you're cut out to be a writer. If your whole focus is, I got to be, you know, the next Stephen King. I got to be so great that people remember me hundreds of years in the future. You're, I mean, there's a, the odds are not in your favor. You are most likely going to fail at least to a degree. But if you have the drive and you still want to do it, even if that is your motive... And that's what's important to you is the fame or the riches or whatever comes along with it. As long as you're still enjoying the process, the chances of you at least getting a a readership and people liking your work is going to grow. And that's that's the hardest step is that, that initial getting people to read your work and knowing your work has some sort of merit. Building your confidence. And not the fake confidence that a lot of people have, the fake it till you make it type of confidence where, you know, they act like they're the greatest writer of all time. And whenever they get a rejection letter for a submission somewhere, they're cussing out the editor and they're getting themselves blacklisted. That's not confidence. That's insecurity showing up as you trying to pretend that you're something you're not. If if you're thinking like that, you're always going to fail. You have to be humble. You have to go into the, the... the writing business with high hopes, but based in a reality that you're never going to be as great as you think you are. Like you're never going to be as great as you want to be. And even when maybe you do finally make it, if you start to believe, like I said earlier, if you start to believe that you're, you know, the best writer out there and stuff and you don't need to improve anymore, your work will stagnate. People will no longer enjoy it or not enjoy it as much. 
And that's when you start writing fucking shitty fiction. So if you really want to get better, if you really want to improve and work on your craft, that's that's the first sign that you're you're meant to be a writer. Like this is the one thing I always t- have taken away is even when I go through funks like I am now, I always want to get better. Like I might not be writing now, but I've been focusing on like just the books I'm reading. I'm focusing on sentence structure. I'm focusing on the metaphors they use uh, from you know different authors. I'm focusing on different styles of storytelling. So it's not like my mind is just out of out of writing completely. I'm still very much active in it, even though I'm not writing. And I think that's the difference. And I almost have that aching anxiety when I'm not writing. So I, I feel like once you lose that, when you don't feel anxious when you're not writing, when you when you stop thinking of story ideas, or you just don't care when you like a good idea comes to you and you just let it go. You don't you don't care what happens to it. You just let it you know blow off in the ether. I feel that's when you know you're no longer cut out to be a writer. And again, though, there's different like everything. These things are different for everybody. Perhaps uh, a break. You could some people could take breaks. Some people write in different styles. Not everybody writes every day. Some people write you know once a week, but it's for five hours straight or something. It's just, you got to find what works best for you and what makes you happiest. And if that's writing a book and then taking a year off before you write another one, that's fine. If you want to be George R. R. Martin and fucking take 50 years to write one book, as long as the desire is still there and the want and the uh, that creative energy, if you have that, you, you should be okay. Again, though, there's no substitute for actually putting in the work because you can have all the ideas in the world and all you know have the highest desires and motivations to be a great writer, but if you don't actually sit down and write, it, it doesn't matter. That it's the reader only sees the final product for the most part. So I didn't I didn't want this to be a long episode, so I'm not going to ramble here. I hopefully we could maybe revisit because this would be a nice topic to have Spencer in on. I think so. I would like to revisit this later, but I just I just wanted to get this out there. Just anybody that might be struggling or they don't know if writing's for them. If it hurts to not write, you're probably meant to be a writer. Again, there's different levels of being a writer. You don't have to... It's not, I'm Stephen King or I'm nobody. There, there's plenty of middle room there. We all have our own areas and our own lanes we can stay in. And, I mean, there's no... There's nothing wrong with wanting to shoot for the stars. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be the best, be a best-selling author. Like, that, that's great. should have those kind of dreams. But you also have to realize that if you're only you know, selling your books to maybe 100 readers and that's where you stay, that's not a bad thing. You have readers. That's what's important. So yeah, just that's just something to think about when you go into any kind of funk or anything is as long as you want to write and you want to put in the work at some point, as long as that's in you to be a writer, you should be fine. Uh, there's nothing wrong with breaks and you can, you don't, don't, don't let it, don't beat yourself up over periods where you aren't writing or where your writing isn't so good because we all have highs and lows and you will come out the other side as long as you stick with it you know there's always a brighter tomorrow as they say so hope that was a little helpful for some of you if you want to see if, if you want to read the article i wrote i'll go ahead and uh put it in the show notes you can check it out it's on drunkapenwriting.com if you want to you know give us a follow on twitter that'd be a much uh much appreciated that's at drunk pen writing instagram is uh drunken pen writing and facebook is also drunken pen writing and if you guys have any ideas for stories or anything you'd want to share with us maybe just ideas for the podcast feel free to hit us up where we can always use them so 
Thanks. See you later.